Hi, everyone. It's Michelle, creator of MomsOpenBook.com. Thank you for joining me again this week. The first six episodes, I've created a series about embracing grace. Last week, I shared with you about times when I wasn't able to keep my son from being hurt. This week, I want to continue the series of, em of embracing grace for yourself and to talk to you about what happens when you explode. I hope that you walk away from this podcast feeling encouraged, a little less lonely, and filled with just a little more grace for yourself. I have this terrible habit. It's a habit because, unfortunately, I do it over and over and over. And yes, friends, over again. When my world is crumbling and falling apart, I want to control things. It's almost natural. Now, this helps when there are things that can be easily controlled, like what are we having for supper? What shirt am I going to wear today? Um, you know, the easy stuff, that stuff that is actually within my control. When I can't control things like what time my son actually goes to bed, because let's be honest, I do set up a consistent bedtime, but he can still manage to control what time he actually falls asleep. Or when the car decides to fall apart or when family drama takes over your life, I get angry. There are two things that are happening here. First, I'm not giving these problems over to God like I should, because quite frankly, sometimes his time is, <laughs> in my opinion, stupid slow. And I'm pretty sure I need results now. Because, well, I know better than him, right? <laughs> it's not actually true, but that's how I feel. Sometimes it feels like he is a terrible communicator. I mean, that's just being honest. I know that's a whole different series, but I've been known to say sometimes I feel like God is being a big stupid jerk to me. <laughs> Second, I have spent a lot of time in my life hearing people tell me how over-emotional I am and how I'm too passionate, how unprofessionable I can be, um, or how childish I can be when I express my and when I express my emotions. Now, I have started to learn that sometimes people give great feedback and I can take that. However, sometimes people give you their opinions because they're unfamiliar or unsure of how to respond to you. It has nothing to do with my passion. It has nothing to do with my emotions. It all has to do with how they are able to process all of this themselves. I say that to say this. In order to make people feel more comfortable and also to give off that appearance that I'm in control, I take the things that are making me angry and I stuff them down. When something new happens, I stuff that as well, right on top of the other things, and then some more, and then some more. This happened most recently this last December. Christmas time is always a very hectic emotional, and crazy season. Uh, the last two years, I've even very intentionally left our calendar sparse to slow down so we can enjoy the season without feeling stressed and angry. This year, it was about a week before Christmas. We had a couple of unexpected expenses, 
Dan's mom has Alzheimer's and there's always seems to be some type of drama going on surrounding that. And then just the stress of making sure we had a scheduled visit in with everyone and we were ready and to make sure that we were ready for that big day. I'd been stuffing my anger for a couple of weeks. One thing would happen, stuff it down. Then another thing, stuff it down. As I said, then I just keep on with that same bad habit. I was trying to get Joe dressed and ready for the day. When we were going to run a couple, we were going to, sorry, we were going to run a couple of errands with my husband. I told Joe a few times to get dressed. Each time he would say, I am, I am. And there he would sit in his underwear, not getting dressed, friends. Then the the dog got into the mix. He picked up one of his toys and kept running into Joe, trying to get Joe to play with him. So finally, I sat down in the room with him, grabbed the dog toy, and kept the dog occupied while I said in a less than happy voice, get dressed. Joe finally started getting dressed. (laughs) I was barely holding on at this point. I mean... Seriously, friends, I know that I'm not the only one who has to tell their kid to do something multiple times, but it drives me absolutely bananas. Cooper, our dog, is particularly fond of tug-of-war. He was pulling on the toy I was holding while I continued to encourage Joe with, I'm trying to be kind, but you're kind of pushing it voice. Cooper gave a tug and the toy slipped out of his mouth. He quickly rebounded, but when he rebounded, he grabbed my hand. He clamped down hard. I saw red friends. I looked down at my hand. It was not bleeding, but it hurt so bad. And I was already mad. I was already angry. So I screamed. I mean, I just screamed. Then I did something that still makes me cry when I think about it. I backed my son up against the chair he was in. I pointed my finger in his face and I just unleashed. I told him things like, I'm done. I apparently just can't be a mom anymore. I'm going to send you to school on Monday and I'm going to enroll you in public school. I told him he'd no longer be able to homeschool. I was going to pack my bags and leave for a few weeks so him and his dad could just figure out life together. I just screamed and screamed and screamed in my six-year-old's face. Then I stomped off to my room and I cried my eyes out. The entire time I was screaming, there was this rational part in my head sounding alarms and saying, too much, too much, too much. You know, the flashing red signals. But I hadn't listened. Instead, I had screamed at my son until he cried. And now all I could do was just sit there and cry because I was nothing but a junk mom. I was a failure. It didn't make me feel better to see him cry. It made me feel worse. After about 10 minutes of crying and gathering myself, I went downstairs. I pulled him into my arms and we both cried together. 
Then I apologized to him. He said he forgave me. We talked about what we could both do to avoid these circumstances in the future. None of this made me feel any better. I walked around for days, beating myself up. I felt terrible. As I said earlier, it still lingers with me to this day, and it's months later. Sunday morning, I shared with my friend what had happened and how I'd felt. She hugged me tight and prayed over me. She shared stories of her week to relate, and, made, and honestly, it made me feel a little less alone. It hasn't been easy to give myself grace over the situation. There are days when I feel like I have it under wraps, that I've forgiven myself, and then Joe's face that day will pop up into my head, the face with the tears streaming down his face. Mind you, Joe has never brought that day up again, and he is a very good one for reminding you of dumb things you've done. I will say this for him, that when he says he forgives you, he forgives, and he truly forgets. I wish, I wish that it was just as easy for myself. I repented, and I know that I'm forgiven, but still that grace for myself, it is hard to see sometimes. I wish I could say that there is a super easy and quick fix. Something you could do or say that makes your mom guilt disappear and grace to flow abundantly for yourself, but there isn't. I wish I could even say that I have never had tough days or rough weeks. I did not man magically learn a way to overcome my habit or stuff my feelings until, until I explode, because I still do it. I just plug away every day, finding coping mechanisms that will help me grow as a person and learning more about being humble enough to ask for, for, for forgiveness, even from my six-year-old. Grace, friends, for you and for me, if you would give someone else grace or offer them the suggestion to give themselves grace, then you should do the same for yourself. I know that that is what I work on doing every day. Parenting is hard. I mean, life can be hard whether you're a parent or not, but there seems to be that extra pressure when you have a little parrot in your house. So do yourself a favor. That thing that happened, the explosion, ask for forgiveness, and then give yourself some grace. Thank you for joining me. You can find my podcast on Apple, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can also find me at Mom's Open Book on various social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and occasionally on Twitter.